1: beat for a third hour today it's monday trying to figure out what's going on with these cowboys it's chad and zay on the horn zay what do you got here
0: who's the man and who's the g l to the the l to the k to the e to the k to the e that's me Lil kiki oh still pimping pins instrumental h town hold it down you nailed that. Well done. Oh, yeah. That's, That's a of, lot to get in there. Oh, he says that in one of the verses, one of my favorite verses of all time. Very nice. I little, love some little Kiki.
1: Little Kiki starting the hour. I like that. It's a nice beat. Yeah. Got that little hypnotic thing right in the middle. That's good.
0: Yeah. Yep. DJ Screw. It's not screwed up, but. DJ Screw. DJ Screw's involved as well? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Fair enough. Uh every third hour starts with a beat that Zay chooses. Just for you guys. Now on Friday, Jeff Ketchum did choose his own at-bat song beat, uh, and Zay was impressed. Zay has to check that off, though. Zay, yeah, I could have said no, Catch. Yeah, Zay has to improve, approve of it, I, I, and, I, and he, he did. Yeah. Yeah because Jeff went all the way back to the last time the Cowboys and uh, the Cowboys were able to beat the Niners on the road. He went all the way back into the 90s for that. But the Cowboys could not go all the way back to the 90s and get those memories. They did lose to the Niners, and we've been talking about that throughout the day today. 1912 was that final. Before we get to some Texas basketball talk as well, Zay, this video that somebody sent us, and I love these. I admit, I don't understand them because it's so too far. But when fans lose their mind and break their own stuff, it is highly entertaining to me. This video somebody just sent us, and we've both retweeted it now uh, or liked it. Remember, Zay is at Ain't That underscore Zay. I'm at C Hastings 1049. This dude not only punches the TV multiple times at the end of the Cowboys game, then he rips the TV down onto the floor. And then he puts bullets in it. He takes out a gun. Fired. I count, I believe I counted right. I think he fired five bullets in there. So, hey, dude, if you're thinking one for every title, I see you. I see what you're doing. I got you. We feel that as Cowboy fans. We'd like to have more, but all we have is five. So, one, two, three, four, five. I got you. I got you.
0: I mean, this is what the Cowboys do to people. It makes people lose their minds that is one of the yeah now that's not
1: the best one i've ever seen the best one i've ever seen was that dude a few years ago that destroyed the entire apartment (laughs) when they lost to washington y'all go look that one up that's the one that dude broke a coffee table he broke the tv he busted up a bar like you know the bar that would be between like a kitchen and a dining room and he ripped that up and and his buddies are standing there watching him laughing their asses off and this dude just wrecks the place. That's my favorite one of all time. Wasn't just a TV. He wrecked everything. Uh, Cowboys Ugh. fans, we hope that was not you yesterday. You don't want to go breaking your own stuff. Do, try not to let sports go that far
0: in your life that you're breaking your stuff. It's yours. That's your stuff. Don't break your own stuff. If it was, if it was in the apartment, then you're renting, so it's not technically yours. That's another one, yes. But make sure it's your crib That's that you own. <laughs> Even if it is. Yeah, yeah. Even if it is, that's sad, but still.
1: That. We're trying to figure out the cowboy stuff, uh, and you can tell us what you want uh, to do. Somebody's saying that was old footage. Okay, all right. Even if it's old, there's some yeah. Cowboy fans. Yeah. Uh, somebody's asking if Dallas can get Sean Payton for head coach, replace Moore with an experienced and proven OC, start building the O-line. Some Mentioning, like Zay was earlier, Bijan uh, going too early in the draft for Dallas to pick up. But Roshan? Might be available, and then trade Zeke, even though Jerry still owes him all that money, and let Pollard go as a free agent. Now, that's a lot of moves right there. I mean,
0: I get it. I get it. I thought the line, besides uh, Tyler Smith's early false starts at the beginning of the game, I thought the line did well by not allowing pressure it did all you right. know, for Dak Prescott. It was just, man, that interception to Lenore. Talk about jumping a route. Like, he might have overjumped it. Like he, he might have been able to get a chair and sit there and wait for Dak to throw it. That's how all over he was on that pass. You talking
1: about the first one. The first one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like he, Dak almost
0: overthrew him, by the yeah, way. Yeah, he almost overthrew him. Like, Lenore was like, man, nice. I knew it was coming, but damn. Zach, Dak uh,
1: almost airmailed that interception, even though he was throwing it right to him. And then how about the second one? You know you're destined to throw a pick when you put it right on the chest plate. Of one guy, he doesn't catch it, but his teammate does.
0: Yeah, Jimmy Ward, he didn't move. Oh my God. They were playing zone and they were like, Dak Prescott. I was like, Dak Prescott just didn't see him. Like, how? Right? How? 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 That red sticks out, Dakota. Yeah. Like, what? how yeah. did we miss him? How did you not know they're not moving? Got
1: to see the field better than that, man. They're
0: playing zone. They ain't moving. Yeah. And then there comes a point in time, yes, C.D. Lamb had a good game, but like you were saying earlier, Kellen Moore just wasn't dialed up like he should have been. And sometimes once you go to C.D. Lamb over and over again, D'Amico Ryan's on that other side. He's probably like, hmm. They're probably gonna go to CD Lamb on this drive once or twice. Right. Let's probably put more attention to CD and Dak Prescott. You gotta see those things.
1: Mm -hmm. And there were, you know, there were bits and pieces of of, like the little was it a third and short where they threw to CD or was it an inside handoff to CD that play. That wasn't he, bad. He had a
0: fourth down where he oh, spun down. off. The, the Lufunga, fourth down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With True Funga, he's got to make that tackle. But good job for CeeDee Lamb on fighting for those extra yardage. Just not enough
1: plays in a row. It's like the Steve Sarkeesian vibe to me sometimes. There'll be one out of every like ten or twelve plays that you go, "Oh yeah, yeah, there it is," but then it goes away, and it's not there. Not enough play action. Not enough involvement with the tight ends. But then. You had that, that kind of that Cowboys, you know, the everything goes wrong thing where Dalton Schultz had his two screw-ups at the end, not knowing a rule on one play, and then just not getting his two feet down. Nobody was out there with him,
0: and he just, just went yeah, lazy. Yeah, was the last play just not knowing the rule to let the clock keep going, was that still in his mind? Even though it shouldn't be, you're a pro, move on and right. do what you got to do to get the job done, but yeah, I— just a weird game offensively, and again, just looking on the other side, we've been talking about all last week, I know a lot of people on the Specs text line, a lot of our listeners were like, but Jay, that defense is overrated and stuff. That defense is good on every le- level. They really are. Even though Nick Bosa yeah. and Armstead and Charles Amenhue, those guys, even though they didn't have the big-time games that they normally do on that line, G- Greenlaw and Fred Warner they were probably the difference makers in that game. Obviously, the Lenore interception and the Jimmy Ward tip to lead to that Warner interception. But man, Dre Greenlaw, that dirty play that he had—that was his only bad play of the game. Other than that, he was locked in.
1: Yeah, he was. No, they're really, really good. I from a from just a fan of a, being a fan of defensive football. I thought there was entertainment there. That's a game where you watch it, two defenses showing off, and there was entertainment value there. For I sure. was. And not just because I'm a Cowboys fan. I think if you're an NFL fan, I think that game still brought you in, and you're, you're watching tons of talent uh, and all that, you know, all that they could bring. And obviously it would have been even worse if uh, – if, was it Kenlaw that dropped the, the pick six? Who was the – or Warner. Which guy dropped that pick six? Greenlaw. Greenlaw, Greenlaw dropped it, right? Greenlaw dropped that, it. You're right. That that was sort of his one moment in the game where he wasn't uh, wasn't great. But that, that defense looked good. The Cowboys had some badass moments on defense. By the way, I didn't mention it earlier because everybody's going to dog the Cowboys offense out. I understand that. Can I give CeeDee Lamb credit real quick for making that catch one play after maybe snapping his finger off his body and having to reset it? That was crazy. Go off the field, get your fingers taped together, and then go catch that thing when Dak basically threw it into his eyeball. And he still caught it and controlled it all the way to the ground with a busted-up finger.
0: He made some big plays last night. That was so big time. He was big with everybody else not being as good. He kept them afloat on that fourth down where he – Juke Funga on that little jet sweep was big. That catch that you just mentioned was huge. And, yeah, I just thought that they went to him a little bit too much at times, which yeah. led to that second interception from Dak Prescott. But, yeah, that Michael Gallup pass in the second half where Dak should have just thrown it a little more inside yep. and it been, would have been completed. Now, maybe only three people in the NFL can make that throw. Let's not, like— that does is a reason why Dak is, you know, a huge separation from the Burrows and the McCombs and the Josh Allen's from yeah. a Dak Prescott throws like that. And I know that's what Ert Cowboys fans for show, but at that moment of the game, if you want to get over that hump and get to the NFC Championship, you gotta make throws like that. And Dak just can't make throws like that. Uh, he just can't. We've seen it too yeah. many times. That's just not
1: him. I'll let you put anybody back there to throw that ball. Who do you want to? Have, who do you want to throw it for? For me, you're gonna give me a gift as a Cowboys fan. Who do you want to throw that ball to, Michael Gallup? Uh, who nails that throw?
0: Big the, game, Joe. Joe, Joe would hit that, he would hit that throw. He would hit that throw. Yeah, the, you, the one that he, he threw. The other to name, Jamar Chase. The
1: other one that popped in my head was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. You're right. Throw.
0: Aaron Rodgers. He'd hit that too. He'd hit it. The one yesterday that Joe Burrow threw. It was ah man. It was an incompletion from Jamar Chase. That was one of the best throws I've seen all season. Jamar Chase should have caught it. Oh, the one he didn't come up with, right? Oh, what a pass. Joe's got it. What a pass. In the snow? In the snow though? Like let's let's It was a beautiful game to watch on TV. Every time they showed Joe, his
1: ears were red, his nose was red. You could tell how cold it was, and he's just Dealing. A
0: dude, a cold-blooded killer. He's dealing, man. Like, nobody Disney Channel cute like that should be making those throws. Yeah. Nobody that looks like him. I know that pisses you off if you're a defender. Mm-hmm. I know it does. They're like, yo, this guy with swagger bringing it like this in the NFL – Like, he won the Heisman. He was like, oh, I should have been winning this. I expected myself to win the Heisman and win a national championship. I expect myself and the Bengals to be in consideration for a Super Bowl every year as long as I'm taking snaps. It's just, I was really impressed by him yesterday in that snow. Like, I knew how good he was before. but And people forget, he came back from that injury his rookie year, got his whole leg torn off. MCL, ACL, OCL, whatever CL that's connected to your knee was gone <laughs> in year one. And yeah. he was having a pretty good season uh, uh, in that year. And then they, what, three offensive lineman replacements? Their left tackle? Yeah, three that was out the, of the five. Three out of the five. Their left tackle never played uh, offensive line all year. I mean, uh, off, uh, left tackle all season long. His right. first start. Dude, in that he, magnitude of game.
1: Dude, he made us both look smart. Friday, you said you definitely take them with the points. And I said, I'll just go a step further. I just think he's going to win the game. Yeah. He made us both look smart. Yeah. Even with three guys out on the offensive line, that's not supposed to happen, but they just keep rolling. Yeah. And I
0: think I may pick him to beat Kansas City this this Sunday. With Patrick Mahomes in that ankle, I'll pick him.
1: Right. Especially with that. Especially if that's going to be the case. You want to talk about the medical story of the NFL this week. Those Kansas City trainers trying to figure out Mahomes' leg. Uh, A lot of NFL talk, obviously, on the board. Uh, We've also hit Texas basketball a little bit. They go to West Virginia and get the big win. Zay, all the good in that game. And there was good in it. Marcus Carr stepping up and being the leader. you got that part of it. Texas, uh, one of the things I thought was great, Texas was minus one in assist to turnover. Now, that doesn't sound great. But West Virginia was minus 12. So Texas did a good job there. Points in the paint. They had about th- like 32 to 20. Got some easier buckets. That's all good. But we've also talked a little bit about this Tyrese Hunter thing, man. It's still happening. It's still going on. Can they figure out Tyrese Hunter to make him effective at the end of the game when it will matter?
0: He was good until he had to leave. Do yep. the cramps. Like, that was one of his better games that we've seen from him in a while. Like, he had some nasty moves in that first half that led to two Christian Bishops alley-oops like just breaking his man down off the dribble. There was one position where Arterio Morris got the steal and threw it up to Tyrese Hunter, and he broke his man down, which led to Christian Bishop alley-oop, and he did that multiple times in the first half, and he was also scoring a little bit. In the second half, he had a nice little pull-up jumper. He had a nice layup where he jump-stopped and finished, and right when he did that move, that's when the cramp started coming. So it's like, good grief, man! What, like, I, just what can you do? Like, you know, Texas and the training staffs and medical teams there—they've been doing everything they could uh, can to just keep him on the court. Yeah, he still has these issues. So. Uh, That's just going to be tough to overcome, especially through this next stretch of games. Mm -hmm. After Oklahoma State tomorrow, you got to go to Knoxville this weekend, and then you got that really tough slate where you play a Baylor and a Kansas. So it's not going to get any easier, but it was a must win for them. Not as much of a must win as I said last week because I didn't think Iowa State or Kansas would lose. I didn't think Iowa State would lose to Oklahoma State, and I damn sure didn't think Kansas would get blown out the way they did to TCU. Those are, you know, it's not as much of a must win for Texas with West Virginia because Texas has beaten both of those teams once already. But, yeah, impressive dub. I thought Marcus Carr was terrific. Somebody on the Specs text line was like, bad shot, Zay, question mark, ridiculous. Let me explain what I mean by that. There's just certain players— that you need with how good the defense is in the Big 12. There's certain times that you're just going to have to take bad shots. They're just going to come. The defense is too good. You're just going to have to take them. Open shots aren't going to be available. Defense is just too good. So you're going to have to have tough shot makers, bad shot makers, where the shot clock's going down, and there might be two guys in your face, but still you got to get a good look up. Marcus Carr is that guy for Texas. Which, you know, to what Joe Cook was saying, it's hard to get a amount of first-team-all Big 12 votes right now. Mike Miles, he's right there. Marquise Noel at Kansas State, he's right there. Jalen Wilson, Keontae George at Baylor. The list goes on. The, the Big 12's a juggernaut when it comes to players. But you got to have guys that are going to get you a shot when the shot clock's going down or when your team is struggling as a whole. Timmy Allen only had, what, two points. 24 minutes, two points. That's not good. If we no. go in saying Timmy Allen is only going to have two points in this game, I don't think Texas wins. But Marcus Carr having the 19 points he did in the second half, the 23 points as a whole, I thought Dylan DeSue was terrific. He had an awesome, beautiful, kg like little fake – to the middle. Then he had a nice little fadeaway. Like, Dylan DeSue, he's looked good these last few games ever since TCU. And then Tyrese Hunter, I mean, Serge Barry Rice, he's been solid just coming off the bench. We know what he's going to bring to the table. So, that's a big-time win. And the Horns are unfortunate that Bob Huggins, I thought he did a very weird coaching move by Eric Stevenson, their best shooter slash leading scorer. He took him out with, like, four minutes to go. Why? Why are you taking him out? Like, I know you're in the Hall of Fame and you're a pretty good coach and all, but I thought that was a bad move just because even though Stevenson's two for nine during the game and only had uh, 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 seven points, just him being a threat as a shooter gives your guys on the offensive end more looks. If you take him out the game, now Texas, yeah. they can play a lot easier defensively. They can match up a lot better defensively. They don't got to worry about that three-point threat. So, Bob Huggins, he helped the Horns out in Mm. that game on Saturday. I'll take that. Coach Terry out, Coach Bob Huggins in that game. So, that's a rare sight to see, and you'll take that any day of the week. Horns got them another win. They're tied for second with Kansas and Iowa State. They got another big one tomorrow night against... Oklahoma State. We'll
1: keep you updated there uh, tomorrow at twelve thirty. Zay will get you the right call segment talking about that Texas matchup with Oklahoma State. In fact, you got multiple chances to get to the Moody Center this week and watch Texas basketball. You got men tomorrow and a couple of women's home games, and it's all Oklahoma teams that are uh, you're gonna get to see at the Moody Center. And then Zay mentioned that game at Tennessee for the men over the weekend. So another big week for texas basketball we'll keep hitting that we're getting a lot of good text in on the specs text line 337-3776 regarding the cowboys and by the way a lot of people texted in burrow when i asked who would you want to throw that ball to michael Gallup, burrow joe freaking burrow 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 it all came in pretty quickly for
0: joe burrow shouldn't be able to complete those passes that he was completing yesterday in the snow that's not normal.
1: No. You shouldn't be able to go beat Buffalo like that by seventeen. That's not that's what I'm saying. In their place in a in in snow, it's like snow the whole game. It's he, just And he man. looked He looked like Joe Cool, because that's what he does. Uh, We'll talk more about that. Also get you a little bit of why today matters. It is January the 23rd. We got a Longhorn legend with a birthday today, and I think a legend for all of us has a birthday today. I'll double check on that. Maybe he's been canceled by now, but I hope not. That's next on The Horn.
0: This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world.
1: I'm a chillin' You catch something yeah, you right, I i 45 think I got this crazy. one
0: Crazy shorty I need to see 50 Cent yeah, yeah, man Come on That was a layup That's a talented-ass 45. dude, man It really is All right, who is this coming up? Okay, here we go Girl
1: It's to love me now
0: but you love me if I down And out but you still Ow. Love, fuck me, girl. girl. It's easy to love me now. Nate
1: dog. All right. Yes? Look at you. And there we go. How about that? You know where that came from? There's a song.
0: There's a song he's on. There's a
1: song he's on. I think it's, there's an, M- it's an Eminem track he's on. There's an Eminem song he's on. I think it's one of those really really nasty songs my wife likes. Shout out to my wife. What's up, honey? My <laughs> wife is super sweet, but she loves nasty music. So oh yeah, yeah. Occasionally she has one of those. I believe that's uh, it's it's Nate Dog that's on there. All right, so Nate Dog and but this is a Fifty Cent song. Yeah, it's Fifty Cent. Gotcha. It. Dude, he's so good, so so good. Nate Dog's great too. Yeah, R. I. P. Nate, oh, Nate Dogg's dead? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay, so Nate Dogg, just a rapper or also a producer, everything? What is he?
0: A uh, rapper singer.
1: All of it, okay. Yeah. But not, not not like a, he doesn't do the production side. I don't think so. No. so. Okay. I feel like I've, I feel like I've seen, but, but he, I've seen him or heard him featured in a lot of stuff, though. Right? He's done <laughs> yes. a lot of work with a lot ton. of people. A ton.
0: Yeah. A ton of work. Yeah. Hey, listen to what this person on the Specs text line says. The GOAT. Shane Falco would have 100% hit that pass to Gallup. He also, here is a free agent. Get to work, Jerry. Yeah, I don't think Keanu Reeves could throw that pass. Shane <laughs> maybe. Keanu Reeves, I don't think so.
1: Oh, man. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. Michael Gallup was not going to come up with that one where that ball was thrown. Uh, and that one got away. That, that that happens to Dak from time to time, man. There's, a, there's some issues the Cowboys need to deal with. There's questions they need to ask. I just don't know if they're gutsy enough to ask all the right questions, which is why they may just kind of stay where they are. Uh, you might win a division. You probably getting a wild card can you get one playoff win but you're probably not getting two That's just kind of where they've been living for a while uh, we'll see if they make any changes to get them up to that next level certainly they didn't feel next level yesterday Cowboys done uh, Niners and Eagles move on in the NFC we've talked about that Longhorns getting the big win at West Virginia uh, let's get into why today matters it's January 23rd and uh, we'll hit a couple things here here we go Why Today Matters, brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialists. Get Sinus and Snoring Relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialists. 512-601-0303 or sinussnoringent.com. All right. uh, Apparently, Why Today Matters, I didn't realize this. I looked up here at the screen, and at the Australian Open, there's two American men playing each other in, like, I don't know, fourth round or something. So, congrats. There's Shelton and Wolf playing each other. I'm not following tennis close enough right now to know everybody's name and story, but apparently there's some american men actually doing something that hadn't happened in a long time
0: represent represent how
1: about that that's cool uh also why today matters Day i'm going to try to go back and watch Bengals Bills uh we were dealing with the funeral yesterday uh rest in peace to my wife's stepmom uh who died we got the uh, the the funeral taken care of yesterday a lot of fa- friends and family showed up and you know told stories and ate food and you know and and uh laid her to rest and we were we were eating while that game was getting started, and I definitely got the sense Cincinnati was playing well. But I got to go back and watch. I got to watch the full snow and just kind of everything was. Uh, but that game and the Eagles game to me, obviously the Eagles game did. But those both those games kind of turned into wow. Are these games I'm not really going to need to watch? Where and I know this game was a little closer, but by the end of it, would you consider this? I mean, it was 17 points. Did they control the whole thing? Was there a moment when you thought Buffalo was going to hang? Or was this Cincinnati's game for you start to finish?
0: Yeah, I think it was Cincinnati's from start to finish. There was one possession where Josh Allen and the Bills scored. He had that quarterback sneak that got things close around – 14. They uh, made it 14 7. Yeah, made it 14 7. You're like, okay, maybe they could do something with this. And they didn't score. Like the Bills got called for a huge holding call on one of their drives to end the first half. And they were on their way to score. And I think that really hurt them. Um, They get a Field goal to start the second half, and then Burrow started getting back into that groove, and that's all she wrote.
1: Yeah. Uh, One of the things I was impressed with, you mentioned Joe Mixon earlier. First, Bengals running back, I think this is right, to get 100 in a playoff game since Cedric Benson, and before that, Icky Woods. They're the only guys that ever do it for the Bengals. Wow. So shout out to those guys. Obviously, rest in peace the great Cedric Benson uh, for folks around here. Great running back for Texas and ends up being a pretty damn good one for the Bengals. So to be able to mix that with what Burrow and those receivers are doing, that's just extra dangerous. That is extra dangerous if you're going to do that. And if their defense is going to play that well. Somebody on our Specs text line, remember 337-3776, was ripping a little bit on that Bills defense. They did not look good. Uh, Not to toot his horn just because he's an Aggie, but I think we can all agree, since the moment they lost uh, Von Miller. That's just been a different group. Absolutely. Different group. He, yeah. got, he he changed everybody else's role in the best way possible. When he's not out there, I'm not saying they're ordinary, but when he's not out there, they're not elite on defense.
0: Trey Darius White, who's usually an all-pro corner, probably a top-ten corner in the league when healthy, he had an awful game. He had two huge pass interference calls on him that led to mm. Bengals scores. He had one where he just ran in the Poyer, and Poyer ended up having to head to the locker room due to a head injury, and I might have checked him for a concussion protocol. But yeah, Treverius White, Tre'Davious White, he had a terrible game. If you're going against that wide receiver group, you can't be bad.
1: You also brought up a great point earlier. I wonder if they would admit it. It's, it's insensitive in a way to admit it, but did the whole DeMar Hamlin thing get in the way or exhaust them a little bit, mentally fatigue them? Because we all can just say, oh, it's their story. And this is what people say that don't watch football, right? Oh, my God, they're my Super Bowl pick now because I just think it's a such a great story. It is a great story, but great story and sports don't always mix. Sometimes it's just about the truth of the game, and the truth of the game here was the Bengals were better. But I do wonder how much of that was theirs. I saw him; wasn't he was he the guy I saw up in the window and he yeah. was waving his hands and all that stuff? And for the fans, I'm sure that provides energy. But at some point, did it reach? Did it reach kind of a weird moment for that team where it was a little too distracting for them? I don't know. And they and, and again, if they admit that, they're bad guys. Yeah, you can't say nothing. Like you can't say it. But I, I do wonder. It's a great. It's I a great felt question. bad
0: saying it earlier. Yeah. Like I felt bad, but it's. I think it's true. And on the other side, in the wrong version, it gave the Bengals an extra week of rest. So they got to get guys who have been banged up all year long. Mm -hmm. They basically get a bye week out of the thing. So heading into the bye week going into this week against Kansas City, they're as fresh as they've ever been. And
1: they could have never planned this. The Bills could have never planned this part out. The fact that that story ended up causing the NFL to piss the Bengals off. Yeah. All of that stuff, because the NFL did, gave special treatment to the Bills that they did not give to the Bengals. You're right. The Bengals were asking a really basic question of like, wait, 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 wait hang on, stop. If those two get a neutral site, and that's your new rule, where's our neutral site? Bah. Why do we have to go to Buffalo and hang with those crazy people breaking tables? Send us to Indy. Send us to
0: wherever. What are you doing? Yo, Buffalo fans... Don't change your flight arrangements. Go to Atlanta. Have a good vacation. Go to a strip club. I heard Magic City's very popular. I heard the wings are very good there. The soul food's immaculate. You can still have a good time in Atlanta and watch the AFC Championship game at your hotel room.
1: And I know their biggest focus is Mahomes' leg right now, but how much did the Chiefs enjoy that? Watching that situation. And think about this. Now Mahomes does not have to get on an airplane with that leg. That's right chill out, you're at home, bring him to you. Bring it, Yes, you've lost three in a row to Burrow, but at least you're bringing him to the volume. Bring him to Arrowhead and let them deal with him on Sunday instead of stale, neutral environment against Josh Allen.
0: Patrick Mahomes was still running for first downs after that ankle injury. Yeah, He, he was. was like hobbling and just doing whatever it took to just keep drives alive. That pass that he had on one foot to uh, Valdez Scantley for oh. the touchdown. Just like <laughs> – He's silly man. And people are text like crazy. Patrick Mahomes with 1 foot is better than Dak Prescott with 2.
1: I was going to say hate... I was going to say he's better than most people's quarterback with yeah. 2.
0: But you're right. Yeah.
1: It is. It is and that's the kind of stuff that somebody needs to be focused on with Dak. But his problem, Zay, as I've told Cowboys fans for years, he is not into the details enough, but neither are his head coach or offensive coordinator. Now I don't know what to do about that. He needs to work on stuff. He can't do what Mahomes does. What did Collinsworth tell us a couple weeks ago? Well, you can throw it like that if you've got a cannon. Dak doesn't have a cannon. No. That means he's got to work on it. That means you've got to craft it a little bit. Dak Prescott, is. this is Cowboy fans do not want to hear this out loud, and I barely want to say it out loud. He is a super-evolved Tim Tebow to me. Oh, my God. A super-evolved, right-handed Tim Tebow.
0: Wow.
1: Tough as nails, gritty as hell. Great guy, right? Great leader. He'll take take responsibility for everything. But when he is asked to make badass NFL window throws all the time, can he make them? No. Now, he makes them way more than Tim did. That's why I'm saying he's a super-evolved version of it. But Tim's problem was he just delivered too slow. It took him forever to get the delivery. Yeah, that
0: weird windup it, that
1: he had. Yeah, his issue was there, too. But there's something still kind of clunky about Dak's throws. And it just takes me all the way back to Tebow where – and maybe it's the Dan Mullen connection because Mullen was with Tebow, then Mullen was with Dak Prescott. But I always end up going back to that. And I think, can't somebody dial him up a little bit because he's got more arm strength than Tim and he's got more of an NFL arm than Tim did – but at times when he air ma- when he almost airmails an interception like that, like yesterday, I think of well, that's kind of why Tim Tebow's not in the league anymore, isn't it? Come on, Dak. don't make me think of Tim Tebow, please, stop it. That's what drives me nuts about four when he reminds me of that guy, I'm like, dude, that guy was barely able to stay in the league, and when you go bad, that's who he reminds me of. He yeah. breaks tebow,
0: yeah, when he-, when he goes bad. yeah Tebow, man,
1: that's. Whew, I know that's. that's I know those are heavy words. Yeah. I know that's swear words in a way, but I'm just telling you what I think of.
0: Yeah, if you would have told me before the season started, Gino Smith would have a better year than Dak Prescott, I would have looked at you side-eye right. crazy. I know. Just guys like that. Pete Carroll would have just laughed. Yeah.
1: Pete Carroll would have said, just wait. <laughs> just wait. Uh, real quick, happy birthday. 48 today for Phil Dawson. Great, te- ah, great Texas kicker from back in the day Still still coaching high part? Yeah, I think so. Sounds right. I think he is right 2 or 3 years in. Something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Phil Dawson, whatever he's doing today. We hope he's doing well. And yesterday, a couple of great voices uh, uh, would have celebrated birthdays in one case and did in another. Yesterday would have been Sam Cook's 92nd birthday, one of the greatest voices in music history. Uh, left us way too soon in 64. Go look up those circumstances. It's one of the weirdest in music history. Uh, rest in peace to Sam Cook and happy birthday to Steve Perry of Journey. He was 74 yesterday. Still one of those guys. There's very few people that can Hit the notes and do the stuff that Steve Perry did back in the day. Hope he's doing well. I hope we get that journey tour with Steve Perry one day. That one I'll go see. That one I'll go with my wife to see. If they can get Steve Perry up there. Bring the, bring the the kid, too. Bring the replacement guy. Bring him. Let everybody sing. But get Steve Perry up there again if you can. All right. That is why today matters on this January 23rd. We will be processing Cowboys stuff, I'm sure, for a little while. Cowboys fans, we hope today was therapeutic. If not, you just stay with us because Ball Don't Lie is coming up. Rod and Harge. Oh, Lord, I'm going to have to see Mike Harge. We may both start crying. We'll get his breakdown of the Cowboys and Rod's thoughts on it as well coming up when ball don't lie happens at three up next couple of stems and seeds before we are done this is the horn All right, just about done on a Monday. Since I had a victory earlier, Zay, I'm not going to even guess here. Who was the, the woman, though? No, no, I feel like I recognize her, but I'm not even going to guess. You have
0: to. <laughs> it's your go-to for nasty talk. Was it Lil' Kim? Lil' Kim. Oh, okay, all right, good. Money, power, respect, featuring Lil' Kim and DMX. This is the locks.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Okay. That would that would have been impressive if I could have come up with both of those. Yeah, I I think very so. impressive. Hey, I came up with Nate Dog. I'm a little exhausted right now. Alright. I was able to pick Nate Dog out of a song, which is not probably not that impressive to many people listening, but I was impressed. So Yeah, out wow. here
0: comparing that to Tim Tebow, Let's man. Try. It just may
1: be my Cowboys fan <laughs> anger. I'm willing to admit that. I'm willing to admit I'm processing some things today like a lot of Cowboy fans are. Uh, so I may have gone too far with that. But, man, Dak Prescott, when it, goes, when it goes bad, it's just like the Cowboys themselves. When it goes up, it feels like it's way too up. And you convince yourself that it's way too. I do it as a Cowboys fan. I don't do it with any other team I like. But I always do it with them. Cowboys fans, tell me if this makes any sense to you that first drive or two, they'll literally get a first down and I'll start thinking about the win. And I have to make myself stop. (laughs) They'll get three first downs in a row and I'll start thinking about what are people going to say when the Cowboys win this game. And then I'll just stop myself, stop, 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 stop. So all the good feels even better. And then when it starts to go bad, it feels twice as worse. So that's how I get to comparisons like that. I admit it, I'm sick. I'm a Cowboys fan and have yeah, been. It's pretty dark. And have been for over 48 years now. Well, not over 48. I've been alive over 48. I've been a Cowboy fan for probably 43 of those years. And it will drive you crazy.
0: Trayvon Diggs, you got to make some sort of contact, bruh. Oh. Something. Headbutt him, hit him, slap Push him. Push him. Something. Throw your cleat at him. The ball's there. He's
1: already touched the ball. He's juggling it. You're allowed to do just about anything just you can think of. Anything, hit dog. the ball. Hit the ball. His arm. His elbow. Just don't hit his helmet. I don't think they'll let you do that. You could. I don't know. He's not a quarterback. You could have maybe tried try slapping the helmet. Don't hit the face mask. Yeah. But come on, man. I,
0: I would say you could even go all out. Like it would make the refs think about it and be like, hmm, do we call this or do we let it roll? Because it's playoff football. And especially being George Kittle, he probably would just pop back up anyway. Right. He's tough as nails. So that would have been on the Cowboys' favor. He popped back up. It wasn't that bad. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, that was such a slow-motion play. It was like our entire lives flashed before us as Cowboys <laughs> fans. Somebody knock the ball down. And yeah. what, once he caught it, I just kept thinking, oh, my God, this is going to end with a touchdown. And then that's the drive where Diggs dropped the ball, Right. Oh, yeah, he
0: dropped it on that same possession. Same drive. Same drive, yeah.
1: Then once – the moment McCaffrey went in the end zone and threw that ball in the air, I knew the Cowboys were in trouble. By the way, did you catch the fact that Kittle caught that ball? That he threw in the air? Yes. That's how good everything was going for the Niners yesterday. McCaffrey chunked that ball straight up in the air. Kittle caught it
0: before it hit the ground. Like, George Kittle, are you this much of a madman that during one of the biggest games of your NFL career – You have the presence of mind to look at the cameras, like, above, hanging above, just, like, the field and smiling and stuff. Like, can you take this a little more serious, George Kittle? See, that's the last thing I needed to hear, too, or to
1: see. I saw what you did because back in the day when the Niners were in their first run with Montana, we had the moment in the Super Bowl where Montana saw John Candy in the crowd. You ever heard this story? No. He look right before the drive where they go beat the Bengals in Super Bowl 23, he sees John Candy in the crowd and points it out to his teammates. And then they went and won
0: the game. Yes, I have heard that story. Cuz he's
1: that much of a yes. badass. And now we got George Kittle looking up into the looking up into the <laughs> camera. Looking up into the floating camera. Yeah, George
0: Kittle. If he didn't play, if George Kittle didn't play football, he'd be in a stray Jacket somewhere. Oh my God! No, he'd be a pro wrestler. I think is what he'd be. Yeah, he'd probably. That's a good. Play. And he'd be, he'd be a, a, a good progress. one too. Yeah. I think he'd be
1: a really good one. All right, let's get your stems and seeds before we get out of here.
0: No stress. No seeds. No stems. No sticks.
1: All right, brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. If you missed it, Tony Pollard, it's a fractured left fibula. Hope he gets better very soon, but that is rough, Zay. So for you, Pollard and Elliott, is that done in Dallas now? Yeah. That's not going to happen next year?
0: Yeah, because you're going to pay him and then have to wait on him to get healthy. (sighs) I don't – that doesn't sound good. And
1: you think they're going to scratch this scrape? throw away the rest of the Zeke money? Don't they still owe him a lot of money? Yeah, you got to just drop him. You're
0: just going to have to eat the money. Yeah. I mean, I think there's money you do get back, but there is money that you're just going to have to eat. Kind of like he ate that last play at the center (laughs) position.
1: What a stupid play call that was. A.D. Mitchell uh, apparently is in now. A.D. Mitchell in class
0: at Texas? Yeah, I think so. Okay, That's you excited, I'm talking excited about. about that? That's big, man. That's yeah. big. Just more bodies out there for Quinn Ewers to throw to. The passing game has to get better. This past year, 2022, unacceptable.
1: By the way, speaking of a dude who's going to know about a couple of college towns, my man just went from Georgia to Texas? Athens to Austin? Yeah, pretty Hello. good. Pretty good. Wearing wearing badass blue blood big boy uniforms, heavy expectations, fan base that loves you. He's already got two natties. Man.
0: Yeah, gets to play in front of the family now. I oh. love that. Yeah, now he's coming closer to the family. Now it's more emotional for
1: him. Right. My God, think about what it could be like if he's actually got the family around and healthy. Let's hope for health. For AD Mitchell, if you're a Longhorn fan as well. All right, coming up, it is Ball Don't Lie with Rod and Harge. Also, Soccer Matters at 7 o'clock for you soccer freaks. 8 o'clock, it's instant serious for all the rest of you freaks. If you've never listened to that show, check out the Monday night lineup. We're back tomorrow for a Tuesday show as we continue to process what happened to the Cowboys and get ready for championship weekend that will not include the Cowboys once again. 27 full years. All right, I'll stop talking about it. Or I'll try to stop talking about it. Everybody have a good Monday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. See ya!